Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. App. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. And welcome back in. Hour number two of the program here on Wednesday morning. And the sun is coming up. It's, uh, it's not a too bad of a morning out there unless you're, unless you're heading toward Rhode Island. Then it might be more of a problem. As I was saying earlier, some folks have said that they've had success going down to Newport and coming around the, the Jamestown Bridge and going back up. It all depends, I guess, on where it is you need to be. But if you are, you know, of course, the suggested route is to take 24 north to 495 to 95 and then down into Providence. But it, uh, it all depends on where you need to go. I saw Barry posting on on uh, Facebook yesterday. He had to go to Rhode Island. To, he had to go into Providence and he took 44 in and had no no issues. But I think today might be a little bit of a different story because that was it was kind of a late notice thing on Monday that the bridge was going to be closed. So I think more people are aware of it now and less likely to be at the bridge stuck there and detoured around it there. So what you're going to get now is people who are trying to seek those alternate routes this morning, and that might slow you down a little bit. Enough so that East Providence schools have gone remote today. They tried to dismiss kids early yesterday in the hopes that that would get them out ahead of the traffic. They still sat on the bus for long periods of time. And so the school the school department made the decision today to go remote. And we'll see how long they have to stick with that plan. As it could take, it's going to take at least a couple of weeks for them to get traffic flowing on both sides of the bridge. And it's going to be months before they get the failing component replaced. So I would not be surprised, by the way, if that couple of months timeline isn't expedited if they don't try to have 24-hour crews working on this, whatever it takes, because this is such a, a disaster for traffic. The lawmakers, the governor, they're all going to want to do whatever they can to get this done as quickly as possible because of the impact that it's having. So let's, let's see where that goes. Uh, we were also talking about the announcement yesterday from the New Bedford Public Schools interim superintendent, Andrew O'Leary, that starting January 2nd, when the students come back from the winter break, New Bedford High students will be dismissed at 212 as opposed to 240. And that will be the case 
for the remainder of the year. According to O'Leary, that extra time between student dismissal and staff dismissal will be used, quote, for student academic support, staff planning, and professional collaboration. And as uh, one of my sources within the school department told me, this is actually because there is contractually provided time during the day in which teachers are supposed to be allowed to prep lesson plans, correct papers, contact parents, all of that. And they're not getting that because of vacancies and legitimate absences. So they've been having to cover other classes and therefore haven't had the time to do this. So this is setting aside now that special time for them to be able to do this and also to be able to help those students one-on-one too. But once this story went up on social media, I started to see all kinds of comments popping up about, you know, what about this? What about that? People saying, well, but... They're supposed to be in the classroom for a certain amount of time. Time on learning. Uh, let's see. Some of the other questions are, are about this are, you know, why don't the teachers go in earlier? Well, they already go in pretty earlier. What are the adjustments being made so they're able to reduce the day by a half hour? And from what this uh, source, who is a teacher, was telling me, they're taking just about three minutes from all seven periods. So it's not going to have an impact in what the kids are learning. They're also lessening, reducing just a little bit the time kids have to pass between classes. So it should be not much difference in their actual day except for getting out earlier. And that three minutes that they're losing in a, in a classroom is not a big deal. When you think about there's probably a lot of getting kids in, getting them to settle down. Uh, I don't I, I know when I was in school, there were a lot of classes where the teacher would stop teaching a few minutes before the bell because we knew the bell was coming. So we'd say, why don't we hold it right there? We'll pick it up tomorrow. You know, maybe they just go right to the bell now. There will be, I mean, we wasted a lot of time in school. Now, I, I am the pre-MCAS generation. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the class that took the MCAS not as a requirement, but as a, I believe, we took it as a, um, as a test. As, well, not as a test, as, as a, um, uh, sort of moving forward, demonstration. We didn't, we weren't taught to it. It was just something that we took so that they could gather data. And then they implemented it after I was gone. So we had, I was like the last bastion of when the teachers could just plan their lessons. As opposed to have to plan around the MCAS test. Now, I was in some AP classes. So obviously with an AP test, you are kind of teaching toward that test what you can expect on that test. We knew that they recycled AP tests every few years. So the teachers had a good idea of what, what to expect. But for the most part, it, it seemed like it was a lot freer back in those days. So maybe the time wasted wasn't as big of a deal. In fact, I remember we went to block scheduling 
And everybody was like, what is, what is this? You know, now that's commonplace. But we did waste a lot of time. Not a lot, but I'd say there was probably 10 minutes a day that was easily not going to anything. And that's just what I can remember off the top of my head. And in fact, I don't know. Listen, I, I think you could probably, maybe teachers will argue with me about this. You could probably eliminate homeroom. I didn't have homeroom my last two years of school. I was producing the morning news show, which was a television show we did from the AV room. So that was my de facto homeroom. And I would just go down there every day and do what I had to do and then go to my first class. So I, I, I don't know. That, that might be a way that they could have saved time too. Assuming they still have it. I, I don't know that they didn't already get rid of it. But the bottom line is this isn't a big deal. This isn't going to affect learning. It's going to make it easier for the teachers to provide better lessons because they'll have time to plan to get corrected papers back sooner to help students one-on-one -on -one, to recognize a problem before the next test or before the next assignment is due and work with that student. There's going to be a lot of positive benefit. I don't see the negative. I got out at 2.10 when I was in high school. I think I think we were dismissed first and then the middle school was dismissed after us. I think we got on the bus and then the middle school kids got on the bus. I could be wrong on that. Might have been the other way around. Because the Wareham High and Wareham Middle School are right next to each other. So the buses picked kids up from both and dropped kids off to both. But I, I don't remember that being an issue, you know, getting out of 210. In fact, I felt like I was going to school like half a day when I would get home and it'd be 40 minutes or so before the other kids got home. Actually, it'd be like an hour before the other kids got home or more. I was able to work more. These kids will get a maybe another half an hour of work in, more money. Maybe time to go home and take a nap before they have to go to work or get homework done. I mean, it'll be beneficial without having any negative repercussions. And I'm glad that the teachers union and the school department was able to come to an agreement on it. And also that they had no problem doing it in the middle of the school year. Instead of saying, you know what, we, we can do this, but we're going to have to wait till next year. Getting it in, into place now is a very good sign for, I think, and, and I don't know anything about the details, but it sounds like it's a very good working relationship between this current administration and the teachers union. Which we've been, I mean, I've been advocating, I know others have been advocating that Andrew O'Leary should be the permanent superintendent of New Bedford Schools. 
He certainly earned the job. He's a well-liked person. He's a great guy. He's a brilliant guy. And I think that the teachers like him. And he's one of them. He's, that's, he's come up through the ranks here. It's not an outside candidate. There's no need to spend the money on a superintendent search. There's no need to go through the months of interviews and research and hiring outside firms to find candidates and all. There's no reason to do any of that. You've got the guy here already that everybody wants to see get the job. Make the announcement in April or May that, you know, he's, he's a, you know, just when other, other school departments would start looking for candidates. Again, I'm assuming he wants the job. I believe he's told Jim Phillips that he does when he was on Town Square Sunday, if I remember correctly. So it's just, to me, it's a no-brainer. And if this is a sign of the... negotiation and this is a sign of the collaboration that can happen between the administration and the union oh my gosh how nice would it be to have some peace there even under the previous superintendent there were some issues with the teachers not feeling like the administration had their back Thomas Anderson, by all accounts, did a very good job, but there were times that the teachers were not happy with the way that he was handling some things. So wouldn't wouldn't this be the best case scenario for everybody? I mean, unless I'm wrong, and teachers, if you want to message me, I'll keep you anonymous, but I don't I haven't heard anything to the contrary on that. 508 996 You can also hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. I got a message from Dave in New Bedford who says they took the windmill out of the cove yesterday wondering if it got damaged by the storm. I mean, it could have been that they just need to change some components on it or update it. I mean, I I don't know that it's going to stay out there constantly for the, the 60 days or so. Maybe they took it out preemptively. Before there was a problem, maybe something was starting to be an issue and they wanted to fix it. I don't know. I can try to reach out and see what we can find from them. Not bad in Oak Bluffs sent in a message via app chat on the WBSM app. Good morning, Tim. I believe the time has come to retire MCAS. Years of research have shown that MCAS does not predict academic success after high school. I like what New Bedford has done with the dismissal of the dismissal time of the high school. I mean, that's a, a broader thing I've been against MCASTs pretty much from the beginning. I had a lot of, I used to have Lou St. John on my program regularly when I was on Saturday mornings. And we would talk about, you know, what that meant for teachers. And that opened my eyes and I was, I was against it anyway, but I was really against it when I heard more of that. We have to trust teachers to teach what the kids need to know. And yeah, there should be some standards. Absolutely. And students should have to meet those standards, but there shouldn't be such a thumb on the teaching profession. That's just my opinion. 
And uh, Sherry Ann in New Bedford says, Good morning, Tim. I just want to say I absolutely love when you play the 90s music, which will always be the best time in music. Some songs I had forgotten about, and then you play them. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sherry Ann. I'm going to continue to play 90s music, as well as a mix of other stuff. But that's... I'm a frustrated radio DJ. In the 90s, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to play that 90s music on the radio. So now I get to, even if it's only for you know, 30 seconds at a time. And I'll play some of that when I come back, but right now I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. So glad you're here. It's Coolio with the flow back in your ear. This ain't a fantastic voice, but I'm still on the mission to see if I can get your attention. Now, I want to drop some information, just a little attitude to your education. I live my life by the code of the funk 600 YF18s in the trunk. When I'm on the street, you gotta feel my beat. So throw your hands up if you're down with the seat. Double O L I. And welcome back in. That is Coolio. One, two, three, four, something new. And uh, that's actually. Uh, I was quoting that song all night on on Saturday because we were investigating the Emory Estate out in Weymouth and they were doing uh, like a seance in the dining room that you have to cut through to get from the main area into the kitchen. And people want to get into the kitchen because that's where all the, the snacks and the food and the drinks were. And I was like, well, you know, you can use the back staircase. That was the servant staircase. You can use that instead. You got to go upstairs and then go over down the hallway and then down the back stairs into the kitchen. And so I was leading them on the way. And every time I would walk up the stairs, I'd say, you got to got to get up to get down. Got to got to get up to get down. And nobody got the reference. How does nobody remember that song? Such a great song. Well, anyway, that's one, two, three, four, something new. And if you want to have something new for breakfast, why not head on over to Just Another Phoenix Restaurant in North Dartmouth because you can always find something new on the menu there. Yes, I know the word is something, but that's it's something in the song. That's why I'm doing it that way. But yes, not only do they have all of your breakfast favorites, but they always have interesting specials and unique takes on some of your favorites as well. And you can get their entire menu through their drive through window. So if you don't have time to sit down and have a breakfast, uh, you know, if you're running around, you got a lot of things going on, doing some holiday shopping, get an appointment, got to get to work, got to get to school. Maybe you've got to get around the Washington Street Bridge in Providence. You can stop and get your breakfast through the drive through window and bring it with you wherever you are going. It is so easy, so convenient, so delicious. And if you do go inside and spend some time, you'll find that they treat you like family in there. Sit down at the counter, talk to the cook as he's making your breakfast right there on the grill in front of you. Where else can you experience that except for just another Phoenix on Fawns Corner Road in North Dartmouth? I recommend getting out there and trying one, two, three, four, something new. All right. Well, I've, right now, Coolio is like, you owe me money, Weisberg, for using my song to try to do a commercial. Yeah. Probably. If you if he went after Weird Al, he'll go after me. All right, it is time now to go into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. Israel has started pumping seawater into the sprawling network of tunnels used by Hamas in the Gaza Strip. U.S. officials say massive pumps were put together in recent weeks to flood the tunnels that Hamas uses to move around the battlefield and to store rockets and ammunition. Some of the family members of hostages being held by Hamas fear their loved ones might still be in the tunnels. 
The defense rested its case Tuesday in the New York civil fraud trial against Donald Trump and his organization. After a final rebuttal witness, the trial will recess today until the new year. Closing briefs are expected January 5th, with a verdict being issued possibly by the end of January. President Biden says it's outrageous that a Texas woman had to leave the state to have an abortion. Doctors told Kate Cox that carrying her fetus to term could hurt her ability to have children in the future. The state Supreme Court denied her the right to an exception, so this week she left Texas. In a statement, Biden said no woman should be forced to flee her home state for health care. The Federal Reserve is set to announce its decision on interest rates today. It will be the last decision by the federal policymakers of 2023. Most analysts are predicting a continued pause on rate increases. A Florida school board is urging the co-founder of Moms for Liberty to resign over a sex scandal. Sarasota police are investigating an allegation that Bridget Zegler's husband raped a woman in early October. Zegler has admitted to police that she and her husband had been sexually involved with the alleged victim for about a year. Wu-Tang Clan is announcing its own Las Vegas residency. The legendary hip-hop crew says Wu-Tang Clan, the saga continues, will start Super Bowl weekend at the theater at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. Lead rapper, rapper Riza says the residency has been in the works for around five years. In sports, the Celtics have won back-to-back games after cleaning up the Cavaliers 120-113 in Boston. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown tied for a team high in scoring with 25 points. Tatum tallied a double-double after recording 10 rebounds, while Kristaps Porzingis joined him with 21 points and 10 boards. Boston will host the Cavs in a rematch tomorrow night. The Patriots have lost a dynamic player off their practice squad. The Ravens signed Malik Cunningham yesterday. The former Louisville quarterback joins fellow Cardinal Lamar Jackson and could be used as a receiver. Cunningham appeared in one game for New England this season and took a five-yard sack. The Pats are last in the AFC and will put their 3-10 record on the line against the Chiefs on Sunday afternoon. And the Bruins hit the ice again tonight and will face off against the Devils in Newark. Boston will be without Paval Zaka and Charlie Mack McAvoy due to upper body injuries. Morgan Gecki is expected to jump into the top six forward group. The team also recalled forward Jesper Bokvist from Providence yesterday. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Chilly Wednesday morning, temperatures around the mid-30s for this afternoon as a cold front pushes through. It will allow a brief shot of blustery cold weather through this Thursday for this afternoon. Temperature in the low 40s overnight, mid-20s dry. And as we head into tomorrow, it'll feel like in the teens in the morning, leading to plenty of sunshine, breezy conditions, temperatures maxing out in the mid-30s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full summary forecast from the ABC6 Weather Center. I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Your friends that stand around you 
In 508-996-0500, or you can hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app, like Jean and Marion did. She wrote, consider stopping conversations in which you actually know nothing about because you are not, quote, in the you are quote, not in the trenches teaching in a public school. Your perception is far off from the actual. You consistently create conversations giving misleading and misinformation to your listeners. This is not just on school topics that this is done. I need to change the channel. Can you recommend another local talk show to listen to? I recommend you listen to anything else, Gene, if you're not liking what you're hearing on the program. There's no requirement that you have to listen to what I'm saying on the radio. You can listen to something else. You know what? Listen to some of the podcasts on WBSM's app or wherever you can find them of some of yesterday's shows if you didn't get to hear those. I'm not making anybody listen to me if they don't want to. Why would you do that? Go right ahead and find another show to listen to. But also, if you feel that I'm giving misinformation, don't just send an app chat message and leave it out there. Tell me what the misinformation is. What, what am I saying that is misleading people? What am I saying that is wrong? Correct me if I'm incorrect. I don't mind being corrected. If I'm putting out things that are incorrect, I want to know that I'm putting out things that are incorrect. But as I said earlier, the information that I'm giving you in regards to why these changes are happening was information provided to me by someone who is in the trenches, who is a teacher in the school, and said, you know, here's what's going on. Here's why we have to have the earlier dismissal. Here's where the time is going to come from. What, what, what was misinformation and what I said there? Please let me know if there's something there that was wrong. And if you want to get into the topic of misinformation, I hear misinformation on this radio station all day. I hear callers calling in with things that aren't true. I hear callers calling in with things that are just bogus conspiracy theories. I hear things that are misinterpretations mis, uh, of the facts. I don't see your app chat messages bringing those up. So if you don't like me, Gene, you don't have to listen. But please, if I have something incorrect, tell me what's wrong so that I cannot give any misinformation. But also, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about here. And if, uh, if you're not happy with that, by all means, feel free to listen to something else. I'm not trying to hold anybody hostage here. You can certainly listen to whatever you would like to listen to. 508-996-0500. But again, the story is at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. I have reached out to uh, Thomas Nickerson, who is the president of the New Bedford Educators Association, uh, to get an official statement on what the union feels about that change. Um, I'll let you know if he provides anything and I'll update the story at WBSM.com and on the app. And we'll, um, we'll let you know if we get any more information from the school as well. But I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory as to what's going on there. Also, I did uh, send during the news, I sent an email over to T Omega Wind, which is the company that placed the test wind turbine in Clark's Cove. 
uh, to find out why it was taken out and if it's uh, expected to go back in. So I'll let you know if I get a response from them as well. It's probably nothing. Maybe just, uh, you know, because it is a test piece of test equipment, they probably got to take it out, change things, change sensors, change whatever. Uh, maybe something isn't working right. Maybe they just wanted to take it out before there was some some wind or something. I don't know. But we'll, we'll see if they give us a, a response to that, and I will let you know. They're very responsive. I just don't know how long it's going to take to get a response because it is early in the morning and it could take a little bit, a little bit of time. And uh, not bad reminded me that that Coolio passed away. I know, I know. I wasn't being serious. It wasn't like he was going to sue me anyway. I remember when Coolio passed. I played, I played a tribute to him on the radio. Coolio was one of my favorites back then. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Well, Reverend. Hello. <laughs> Somebody not liking you too much today? <laughs> At least I have you, I Mary. Well, oh, yeah. It's up and down with me. It keeps you moving, you know. Um, I don't know who Coolio is. Who is he? Uh, he was a, a rapper that came out in the 90s. He he had some some hits. And uh, it, was, it was just, you know, good, good fun party music. And then he had that song... Um, uh, Gangster's Paradise, which was uh, a very, very big hit. And you knew him personally and he didn't like you? No, no, I I, I was just kidding around. Oh. Well, uh, before I forget, I got to say it now right off the bat because I forget. I've been hearing Shawnee sending greetings for me and all that. I meant to mention her and at the end of our conversation, I always forget. So I'm going to do it at the start of the conversation. Shawnee, thank you very much. I hope you have wonderful holidays, Christmas and New Year's with family and friends, and I ho hope that your health is good. Now, I don't know if you do any walking or not, but maybe on a good day, a month from now, a week from now, don't matter. If you want to walk with me one day, we can go down the beach and then have coffee and talk, because uh, I'd like to get to know you. I think you're a, a good girl. So, uh, I'll say that for now until you piss me off, that's all. Uh, <laughs> Now, before I go, uh, about that baby, i got to bring it up again. Mm -hmm. Now, most of the time, if somebody's going to kill, we always know they go and they throw them out in the woods, the body, this and that. It seems to me they wanted the baby's body to be found because look where they put it. They could have went to the woods, and nobody would have ever probably found that baby. So the fact that they put it right where they put it, where people walked around and stuff, they must have wanted it found. There's a reason for that. You know, it's it's also possible that the person who left the baby there was completely out of their mind, uh, maybe high on drugs or maybe, you know, severe mental illness and, and didn't even realize that they left the baby there. Well, that's a possibility. But, uh, and we don't even know yet who. It doesn't mean the mother did it. Or it could, could have been her boyfriend or it could have been anybody. Somebody could have kidnapped the baby and, and mm -hmm. killed it. But then... The fact that they didn't report their baby missing, that would be another. So thats I don't think that's what it was. I, I don't know. Now, the other two that were at the recycling place, there's still no more further information on them either. So that's going to be a lost cause, right? Yeah, I was looking for more information the other day. You know what? I sh I'm, I'll spend some time this week because uh, I got a little bit of extra time. Maybe I'll see if I can um, reach out to the, the two separate DA's office and just ask for any updates on those just to see if there's anything further that I might have missed. But um, I haven't heard anything. I haven't received any releases on anything. Nobody else has reported anything, which I find to be very strange. 
Well, thank you for that. And one more thing. Uh, kids are going to get out of school early? Uh, 28 minutes earlier, yes. Wow, a whole 28 minutes. I didn't hear the whole story. So what was the reason for that? So basically there's uh, supposed to be contractual, uh, contractually agreed upon teacher prep time. And they're not getting that because of uh, absences, teacher absences and a staff shortage and all of that. So they're going to do this so that the teachers will have some time at the end of the day to be able to prepare for the next day, correct papers, those kind of things, and that the kids can also get some extra help uh, oh, if they need brother. to. You know, Mr. Weidberg, that stuff didn't go on in my day. We went to school, teachers were there, we went home, they went home. What is all this different kind of crap going on? Well, what, what time did you, you know, leave school? Gonna be, be, what was that? What time did you leave school? At the end of the day? Yeah. When, when classes were all oh, about 2.30, quarter of three, it was something like that. Because and I walked to school and walked back. These, the, the, oh. the, the New Bedford High kids, from my understanding, were already getting out later than the other schools. I don't know why they have to change things. It was fine the way it was. Just like I said, when they change the clocks all the time. Uh, they, there was talk about stopping it. Are they ever going to stop it? I haven't heard any more about it. About uh, daylight savings? Yeah. Yeah, it keeps coming up every every time it happens. And usually you hear more complaints about it in the spring when you lose an hour. But people are always like, why do we still do this? And, it, you know, I have to agree. It doesn't make any sense to me either. It's just dumb. All right, that's about it. So have a good day, Shawnee. I want to make sure I mention you today. <laughs> All right. I'll, okay. Uh, we'll see, see if we can facilitate that for you. Thank you for the call. All right. Thank you. And uh, there you go, Shawnee. And if you want to reach out and... You know, let me know and I can provide Mary with your, your contact info and you guys can get together and, uh, and a new friendship can be born. Thanks to WBSM. That's, that's very sweet. All right, I got to take a break, though. We'll be back in just a few moments. That's Jesus Jones. That's a song that was written as they were watching news footage of the Berlin Wall coming down, of um, the fall of the Soviet Union. And that was a song about the, the optimism that was coming as a result of that. And do, do you remember those days? Do you remember the, the optimism that we had? America had won, for lack of a better term, the Cold War. We were looking at hopefully an, uh, ushering in a new era of democracy around the world. I remember I, in those days, I was in, what, sixth grade, seventh grade, and we had the weekly reader. 
which would be something we would get in school. It was like a little newspaper type magazine thing that would have world events in there broken down for kids of that age to understand and reading about those events. Uh, Being in seventh grade and we had every, I forget if it was weekly, I think it was weekly, we had to get current events from the newspaper, read the newspaper article, bring in the newspaper article, cut it out, bring it in, and explain to the rest of the class what the story was about. Like we had to show that we understood what the story was about. And it had to be something, you know, on a global level. Or at least something that was, you know, like it couldn't be a movie review or, you know, a a, a human interest story. It had to be something that was hard news. And that's what taught me how to read and analyze the news, was, was learning that in school. I don't know if they still do those things. But that was during the Gulf War. That was during all of this stuff that was happening. That was at a time when there was a lot of things to Tiananmen Square. There was a lot of things to learn about and be optimistic about, too. So that's where that song came from. Hey, if you are looking for optimism, start your day off the Sunrise Way, right? Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop on Bolton Street in New Bedford is open to get all of your holiday party European pastries and fresh-baked daily Portuguese pops and breads. You can also get fresh-baked sweet bread, rice pudding, cheesecakes, all of your favorite pies like blueberry, apple, mincemeat. Don't sleep on the mincemeat. It is delicious. Boston cream pie, my favorite, and carrot cake, just to name a few. And while you're there, you can pick up some of their sandwiches, casserole sandwiches, tuna fish, chicken salad, all ready-made to make things easier for you. Or you can pick up a container and some of their fresh-baked breads and make the sandwiches on your own whenever you need to. Make it a stress-free holiday. Enjoy your guests and time with your family by letting Sunrise do all of the baking for you. Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shop, 506 Bolton Street in New Bedford. They want you to stay kind, stay positive, stay healthy, and they want to wish you all a happy holidays from everyone at Sunrise Bakery and Coffee Shops. Got to take my final break. We'll be back in just a few moments. All right, that is about going to do it for this hour. When we come back in the next hour, more with you, 508-996-0500 or app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app if you want to. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.